Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first edition of the 2022-23 North versus South FPL podcast. I am Heath, and on the other line is my man, State. Boom, 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 Erling Haaland. Yeah, he's the man. Erling Haaland, he's the man. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Really good, really is that, good. Is that what the sick fans sing? about I don't know. the big man uh, it, it, I reckon they should do something like to the the, the tune of Rasputin I think would be a, mm. a great song Ra Ra Erling Haaland he's the super thank you mama yeah I don't know something like that that's what, uh, they, that's what they should go for has anyone got a song for Rasputin as in like are there any other teams using that theme to, for a specific player not, not to my knowledge but you know our our listeners may correct me, so you know. But yeah, no, Rotherham definitely don't have a. Well, that, that's what that's what I was going to say because actually, <laughs> that's a really good shout for uh, a song. You just have to have a better name than Harland. Definitely, uh, maybe yeah, something that ends with "in." Yeah, it yeah it doesn't it doesn't quite fucking go with with it, does it? To be fair, let's be honest, you know. But um, yeah, I reckon Rasputin would be a perfect song if we could make it rhyme. With Harland, that would be fantastic. It yeah. would be. People, um, people would love it. First things first, let's let's just e- explain our situation. So um, I, I think I have to put my hands up and say, as, as, as it can happen to a lot of people, guys, life has pretty much got in the way. I think when you get close to 40 and you're doing a podcast, I think you have to accept the fact that at some point you're going to have to put that podcast down for a little bit of time and, and, and effectively not get divorced. When you've just got married, so basically, been there, been there. Isn't good, not good. <laughs> I think if I'd have continued the podcast during, you know, the situation we had and how busy we were, I think, uh, you know, it would have been the quickest. Um, I think it could have actually just been a, an old marriage, really, because we only just got married. So, but fortunately, uh, you know, I had to put my one lover side of this podcast. And I had to basically get my, you know, my shit together. Um, you know, nothing worrying or anything like that. So don't worry, guys. But, you know, it's nah, good. No, his but, wife um, just told him what to do, guys. That's all. That's I, all I'm, I'm, I'm looking up and, and I can see that thumb just basically peering down on me, ready to strike at any given moment. We wanted to kind of, I suppose, come back. Um, and I guess today is is the best day that we we, we could kind of put together. And today there's no official agenda. I think most people who have listened to this and have listened to the podcast before, obviously we had, you know, certain things that we would talk about each week. I think this week it's really just going to be a catch up, understand where where both of us stand with with our our North and South team. And really, I mean, just State can just kind of like bathe in the, in the, in, the, in the glory of yeah of Erling Haaland um, because let's be honest he's phenomenal he's phenomenal we thought we thought Salah was like a machine but it turns out that machine Salah's, actually Salah's not even in my team mate I don't even have Salah in my team you know, that, that's, that, honestly can you imagine saying that this time last season it just it yeah. would have been foolish to have that that kind of strategy but this season I, you can use that money, you know, without a doubt for better things. And and Haaland yeah. is obviously one of those better things. There's, there's, there seems to be a nice 
array of talent out there that are getting points. My problem is that I don't have that one any of find captain. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any of them. Um, no, I don't have that one. And unfortunately, Stays actually kind of this season worked out how to play FPL properly and actually picked the best players from the best team very early on. Whereas last season, I felt like I got away with it for a bit, bit of time when you had players like, oh, who did you have? You had... Um, the Liverpool midfielder, I think he had. Oh, who did you have? Oh. You had someone who just didn't score points, and and I was just yeah. thinking, what is he um, doing? But um, Jordan Henderson. I don't know, but anyway, the whole thing is. It was cheap. It was cheap. I'm a Yorkshireman. I like cheap people. You know who, who can who can <laughs> argue with that? You know you got to be cheap in this life. You know you got to save your pennies. That's how it works. Yeah. How how long? So obviously we won't go for our teams we're just gonna what we've got it'd be embarrassing on. for you yes I agree. yeah but basically but you 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 have got harland kdb and cancello right yeah they're my three city players i think they're a good three to go away for the moment to be fair I, I, i've only just got kdb in the last couple of weeks i i, I had got to that salad thing where everyone just picks salads for the for the name sort of thing but you know, then eventually I was like, well, KDB's just outperforming him. And, you know, you know, when he's when he's got someone like Haaland in the box, well, put it this way, KDB could find a needle in a haystack with ease. So why wouldn't you just put him in there? He puts it on a plate. You know, I mean, did he even, yeah, he played, he played against Southampton, but he was like, you know, he's, he's just got some of his KDBs. But then Haaland's, yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. 15 Premier League goals already in, you know, 10 Premier League games. I mean, oh, no, nine Premier League games. That's ridiculous. He's The guy's going to break records. I guess the first stuff. question is, how many do you think he's going to finish on for the season? Well, over 40. He'll get over 40 this season. What, in as in Premier, Premier League? League? Yeah. Yeah, he'll get over 40 in the Premier League. Oh, yeah. that's a bold statement. It's not a bold statement. It's a correct statement. I like to say, you know, he's got fifteen and nine. So, I mean, that the the, the stats would say that he's going to get over forty. And then, you know, you had Champions League cup games in start. He's going to have a fifty goal, fifty plus goal season. You know, easily. Should, should we have a bet on this? Yeah, let's have a bet on it. What, what do you want? What, what do you want to wager? Um, I don't know. Let's make it interesting. So, you have to renounce Watford as your team if Haaland gets over forty Premier League goals. No, I'm not going to do that. I think uh, let, let's let's put a, a chocolate bar on it. I like lion bars. Lion bars. Uh, do you know what? So do I. Have you tried the white lion bar? <laughs> no, no, no. That that's poor. I, I, I won't touch the like the white lion bar. Mate, you, you need to like. try it. Did did you used to have? those penny sweets that used to have like the, the fish oh, and chips, the yeah. white chocolate ones. Yeah, now, were... I don't know what shit they put in those, but they tasted incredible. And nowadays... This way. It was probably about 20,000 calories per sweet. Probably. Know. And they were incredible, right? <laughs> but the, the white chocolate you get nowadays is nowhere near as good as that, right? However, mm. I found somewhere that has the same white chocolate the, the creators of the Lion Bar have basically found those ingredients and they've molded that back together and created the white chocolate Lion Bar, which honestly, Impressive. 
Uh, give it a go, mate. And, and, and we'll put that on the line here, right? White chocolate lion bar. You, if you want to go, if you, if you do try it and you don't like it, I will give you a normal standard lion bar, milk chocolate one. Two. Two. I want two, not one. Two. No problem. Um, so basically, the, the bet here is that Erlinger Haaland is going to score 40 plus. Premier League 40 goal. plus. So he has to get 41 goals or more. No, no, 40 plus. <laughs> <laughs> try and win on the technical. Look at him. Guys, look at him. He's already trying for, no, he's no, already it, trying it, to get it, out of this. Yeah. So if he scores 39 goals, I get the chocolate bar. If he scores 40, yeah. you get it. There you go. We'll, we'll have it that. Sounds, so sounds like a deal. It's a deal. It's a steal. It's the sale of the fucking century. It back, Nick. Fuck it. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. <laughs> but I will happily confess right now that. Fantasy football, again, hasn't massively hit my radar. I am still making transfers, but I haven't been able to really... He's making transfers. Oh, yeah. He's making a lot of transfers, guys. I have made some transfers, but the problem here is that I am on an FPL podcast, I guess, with the idea that I have a lot of FPL knowledge. And this season, that is not what I can offer. I I can offer my common sense knowledge i guess which i'd like I, to think, I think is quite good i think knowledge. i brought some i think i've brought great knowledge this year I, i've got knowledge beyond i mean who else is going to have daku in the team this week N- not many yeah i mean only only a, only a genius would put daku in 1.1 percent of people have daku in their team for this game week. it's a really good so, shout mate who was part of that 1.1 percent or yours truly the best man in the world state Thank i think another thing just to point out to listeners right now because again this is the first podcast that we should have probably stated which teams we can pick so unfortunately for me <laughs> i got the short end of the stick here so basically where i did Arsenal, you got you got you got you got like two of the top three there in your so, you know you just you, you just got to pick the right players that's that's your only problem you i just got, got picking the right players I got given, I mean, to be fair, actually, Fulham and Bournemouth are doing quite well, so Brighton, so technically, maybe, actually, I'm talking nonsense, but the whole thing is that on paper, on paper, and we do play this game on paper sometimes, I lost Aston Villa, um, so basically, State can... They're not doing good, though, are they? No, but, you, you know, like, they've got, they've got players that are FPL-proven players, someone like Luca Dean or something like that, um, and Ollie Watkins or someone, you know, someone who can prop up, uh, you know, a position in the team. So, so State, your teams are... All right, I'm going to work from the top and see how, how, how well I get on. You have to help me out here if I forget anyone. But Man City, um, Liverpool, Manchester United, Newcastle United... Leicester City, Nottingham Forest. Um, you've got oh, I'm struggling already. Everton, Everton Leeds, Leeds, Villa, United, Villa, and Wolves. And Wolves, there you go. And so, Look, put it this way: I've got six. I, you know, I've got, I've got six out. Of, you know, you, you've got, you've got, you know, I've got Man City, United, Newcastle. Three. I've, I've only got. Four out of the top ten, you know. What I mean, you've got six out of the top ten, and I'm still destroying you. I mean, that, that just tells you everything you need to know, guys. You know, let's. But you've let's, got let's to be honest. You've got to remember that if you pick a captain every week who gets 
a lot of points, then you're going to have a good chance of destroying most people. You know, do you know what the quick, do you know what the clever thing is? Pick the right captain, which isn't difficult this season <laughs> for you. <laughs> it's not well. It's not difficult for me, no. But you know, it's not difficult for you either. You know, you, you put Harry Kane as captain, he gets you a goal, maybe even a goal and assist every week. So he's he's doing all right. Mm. He's anyway. just not scoring the goals that Haaland's scoring. You know. Anyway, so we're we're gonna basically come on to my teams that I've got. So I've got Arsenal, I've got Spurs, I've got Chelsea, I've got Brighton, I've got Southampton, Bournemouth. Fulham, West Ham United, and then I have got, who am I forgetting, Brentford, and there's one more. Yeah. Crystal Palace, best till last. So, well, yeah, you know, you've never liked Palace, Palace have you? But, well, I, mean, I, like, I like them now because, uh, well, yeah, I like them more now least. because yeah. they've actually got some players I can pick, uh, but not many. But so that, that, none, that, none, that none that are in your actual fantasy team, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I did have Zaha, I think, at the beginning of the season, but I, I kind of felt like it was going a little bit stale and I, I went for Ward-Prowse instead, but that didn't quite work out for me. But anyway, the whole thing is, is that we can basically pick only players from our region. And like I say, I, I, I believe personally that I've had an OK season, considering I haven't really been 110% vested in my team. It's not an excuse, but it is what it is. At the same time, I do think that the situation with State's team and that Haaland is just a fucking monster means that I really don't know how I'm going to get back into this. I think that I figured out a trick to 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 stop Haaland. I figured it out for all Premier League teams. Yeah, basically you, you you shoot him in the kneecaps while he's asleep. That is the key. You do that, no problem. He can't play football anymore. It's, it's, quite... it's brutal, but it's, I think it's, you know, it's, it might be necessary for these other teams. It's a very interesting strategy that you've come up with there. I just don't see any other option for other teams. I really don't. If you have a better option, if you have a better idea, which is more legal, then I'm, I'm willing to hear it. You know, this, this petition's going around about going to Parliament, you know, they've got all the 1.8 million signatures. Didn't realise there were 1.8 million scouts in the world, but, you know, there you go. Do you think that that makes the Premier League a little bit meh with Man City? I know Arsenal technically top of the league, but, you know, it, it, it won't Not last. technically top of the league. They are top of the league. Yeah, but when I say technically top of the league, they are technically top of the league. What I mean is that they're not going to be there for long. It, it won't last. Yeah, little. There. We can have another bet on if you want. <laughs> Two line bars. Come on, on, well, so you think you, Arsenal going to win the league? Definitely not. No. Well, that's my point, really. And my point is that they, well, they, they, you know, they're good, good kind of like measure for for being up there. They're doing well. But they won't turn Liverpool over today, aren't they? Yeah, that's good. I think, I think, you know, I think Arsenal will win the league in the next two or three years. Definitely with this with this sort of side they've got, you know, youngsters quality. You know, well, we call them youngsters, but you know, like Saka's now, you know. Sounds like he's been around forever, doesn't he? You know, he's absolutely top, top draw. Martinelli. Jesus is definitely, you know, the second best signing of the of the of the season. You know, 
you can't argue the best signing, first signing is. Uh, but Jesus, you know, great signing for Arsenal. Done, done, done wonders for them. Um, I, I think you know. I think we're looking at a um, barring Man City winning the league. We're looking at a southern dominance in the top four this season. Yeah, and and I'm pleased pleased about that. I, I I'd be honest with you, it's quite nice to see. Uh, yeah, you, just second... you just need to know how, which players to pick from your fantasy team, don't you? For that, yeah, that's all that matters. I guess, I guess it's it's the faith that you have to hold in certain players. Like uh, I did want desperately to have that front three of Kulazewski, Son, and Kane for the whole season because I thought that would be a lot of fun. And then Richarlison went and ruined that by by signing, and you know, yeah. basically Kulazewski then kind of lost that appeal. After that, it's like, who, who's the third Spurs player you can go for? And I think I went for Perisic, but he's just been rotated for the for Europe and stuff. Yeah. So realistically, it's, it's just, I think I did aim to take him out this week, but then I looked at, you know, other transfers and I thought, oh, that's not much fun taking out a Spurs defender for another Spurs defender. Um, but, you know, again, he was someone that I thought if Perisic plays, even if he gets taken off after, you know, 70 minutes each week, you know, you get a, a nice clean sheet assist or something like that. So at least he's not yeah. a bad shout. But, even with like, I have, I think even with like the, you know, even if he was on the bench and came up for 30 minutes, he's a, he's a great shout to be fair. You know, like you said, class as a defender, but he's, he's playing as a wing back and we all know that Perisic has that quality going forward. So He does, but he hasn't goal, really goal got there, has he yet? No, not yet. No, he, he needs to be getting more assists, to be fair. And that's what you're expecting from him. You're not expecting goals from Perisic. You're expecting assists. Yeah. You need to get more than that. So I think that that's kind of messed me up. But And also, I think that the hard thing with Arsenal has been which midfielder out of Martinelli, Odegaard and Saka do you go for? And Martinelli right now is, is winning. But mm. I've got to be honest with you, the beginning of the season, I thought Saka... Hands down, I think he was on penalties as well, and I thought that's that's a winner. That's a penalty for me. tonight, Annie. Yeah, tonight. I thought at the beginning of the season, I thought he's guaranteed to be the best out of the three, and I, I I held on to him for a bit too long, and I think I have Martinelli now, but you know, the, again, it's like Saka's been unlucky though, Annie. I think you know if you look at the games, I mean, he, he got a couple of assists for England against Germany when he came on. I think you know he seems to be getting a lot of you know, the old pre-assist of Saka. And it's like last season, we were getting goals and assists and they were all, you know, playing into his, you know, path and he was a great fantasy FPL asset for anyone. This season, it's cost, it costs you more money and he isn't getting the goals and the assists. He didn't get the FPL points. He's still playing well, though. Don't get me wrong, you know. Yeah. Anyone who says that he's not playing well is, you know, blind to football, but he's not, Getting you the points and for that money, like you said, you know, Martinelli is an easy choice. You go Martinelli all day long at the moment. He's scoring goals, he's getting some assists, you know, and he's, he's so much cheaper. So if you if you if you can pick, you know, put it this way, if you turn around and said to me, if you could pick two players from the South teams, I would be picking Harry Kane and Martinelli. They'd be my two picks because. You know they're, they're scoring points. You know it's it's as simple as that. You know, and I think it's you know like you said, you know Saka's great. Don't get me wrong, top player, love him. But fantasy league wise, 
he's not getting you the points that he got last season and it's a lot more money. So no chance. Okay, and and what I'm thinking about the other thing, my other issue has been Chelsea because you know, I gotta be honest with you, I thought Tuchel was just like I thought he would be one of those managers that would be around for a while. I thought, you know, especially when they won the Champions League. I know and I'm not I don't want us to go down that route of you know, they can't sack this guy because Chelsea have always done that and they've got new owners and the fact is that the new owners have got their foot manager in charge now. So whatever people think it is what it is. But They're an expensive man's Watford, aren't they, Chelsea? (laughs) Yeah, well, actually, it's probably quite an insult to say they've got (laughs) any similarities to Watford. But yeah, it is pretty much the case. But But getting, like, I suppose the idea was that my other issue was that Sterling was meant to be playing up front. Obviously, they randomly got Aubameyang last minute. And the other thing was, you know, the it was Chilwell or James or Cucurella, and it was very much, you'd think, oh, okay, well, yeah, again, they'll get clean sheets, they'll get assists, they might even get a goal here or there. And it just hasn't happened really for Chelsea. So, again, you know, I've got my excuses is very much that the bigger players from the bigger clubs who should be up there in my mind haven't quite performed and you've got a player who everyone in FPL probably if they haven't got him now in Haaland as captain every week it would be insane you know anyone who who is anyone who is still making transfers at this point will have Haaland as a captain week in week out and at the moment, he's he's performing every week. So it's, it's very difficult to, you know, like I'm in another league where with my my normal team and I've really had a terrible start to the season there because what I've been doing is I've been trying to, to bring a differential captain in. When Salah's had a good fixture, I thought, oh, do you know what? Everyone's going to stick with Haaland. I'll go with Salah, try yeah, and get the points yeah. back. Hasn't worked. I tried it two or three weeks and basically I've now got to the point where I've gone, okay, I mean, my, my, my question is, right, look, Alan's got an 84.1% ownership, right? What are those 15.9% of people doing? What are they thinking about in life? You know, well, what, what, they're what, probably, what? probably just set and forget FPL players, aren't they? Probably just set up a team yeah. and then don't continue. So they might, you know, have kind of gone for Kane over Haaland because I think at the beginning of the season it, it did feel like it was like you had to have Salah and because you had Salah you then had to make yeah and you had some big defenders you know your Trent's and, or Robertson's you know Reese James's and whoever and then it felt like you kind of had to have like Jesus because Jesus was kind of and that's another expensive player then you had, you know, you had some others, but basically the whole thing was it was it was you couldn't afford necessarily to have Kane and Haaland and still have a good squad. You know, you would have a very bare squad. But what's happened this season is you've had players like Pereira come up for Fulham, and you've had like other players like that McAllister at Brighton, where you could actually have a very cheap squad, have Haaland, Kane even if he wants to keep Salah, I know he's not doing it at the moment. I'm sure he'll yeah. turn it around at some point. But oh, the whole yeah, thing yeah. is that if you, if you can actually have a, a quite a, a, a good... And I think some people used to say, you know, that the, 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 the centre-forwards had kind of F, effectively died in FPL because 
you know, a lot of the attacking players were midfielders. So like, like say KDB, Salah, Mane, you know, these, these expensive kind of midfielders who are actually more forwards than they are midfielders. Uh, actually, yeah, KDB is not a good example of that. But Aubameyang was obviously set as midfielder and then, like, say, Salah and yeah. Amane. But the, the whole thing is that now Haaland's in, Kane's, you know, hitting form from the very beginning. You've got players like uh, Wilson when he's not injured. You've got Jesus. You've got Ivan Tony, for instance. He 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 got, you know, bags a hat-trick a few weeks back. You know, even the the new striker at West Ham is now starting to score. You've got Martial seems to be back. You know, it just it just seems like that there's there's a there's a really good vast amount of players that you yeah. could get a lot of good differentials. You just have to use your wild card really cleverly. If if you're in my position, like you're miles behind. Yeah, lots of lots of options to be fair. So I think at the moment, you know, and just. Lots of nice cheap deals. Who players who are doing well, you know, like you know, I've got, I've got, I've had Almer on in my team. You know, he's five million in his last two weeks. He's obviously had, had blinders, you know. But then you you've got players like um, you know, Rashford playing up front for Man United, six point four million. Nice. Obviously, yeah, you're Brighton players. It's you know, Grush Grush has been the the consistent player at Brighton. Obviously, Trossard got his hat trick at Liverpool, which was you know, the big the big differentiator for him, um, barring that, you know, he hadn't scored well, I mean he he got he'd, he's got some points before that, obviously he only got you know got twenty points there. But I think, you know, it's there's there's lots of options this year. And you know, last season everyone was turning around saying, Oh, there's not enough striker options. There's plenty of striker options now, you know, Haaland's there, you know, Nunes is coming at Liverpool. Yeah, he's not performing Nunes for Liverpool, but it's a striker option still, you know. You know, I mean, the people think that Diego Costa might be a cheeky, cheeky worth of a gamble at a cheap price, you know, as a striker. As a Northern team, I'm thinking, yeah, he could, he could, he could be worth a look at, you know. But I think, you know, the, you know, Mitrovic obviously a full, fantastic. Like you've already said, Ivan Tony, you know, Jesus, Arsenal, Kane, obviously, lots of striker options this season. All of a sudden, and there's still strikers. Classes midfielders for some reason as well. So you know, I think I think I think what you said there, you know, spot on. You know, plenty of options, plenty of potential for scoring some good points. It, it but it, it makes it a nightmare for FPL managers because you've got so many options. It's it, it's just trying to get it right each week. And like you said, you know, Salah's not obviously scoring the big points that he scored over the last few seasons. He's still getting. Decent points, but for twelve point seven million at the moment, is it worth it? No. When you were picking your team at the beginning of the season, and like obviously it's all easy now in hindsight, but did you have certain players that you knew you were going to keep, like yeah. um, set basically a, a group of set and forget players you could just put in and go, that's it, they're there for the season. Yeah, I mean, Haaland, Cancelo. You see, you you didn't have that issue, the Harland Kane issue. That's the one no. th- good thing about our situation because both of us could have a, a, an expensive centre forward, knowing that we can, you know, we don't have to pick, which is quite reassuring. But if I if I could have, you know, you know, if I was able to pick from both north and south teams, would I make a case of both Harland and Kane? One hundred percent, would I do it? Yes. 
you know, I've, I've go from both. Yeah, does it mean elsewhere, you know, you, you don't get as, as many fancy, you know, priced players, but I think it's worth, well worth it. You know, you get them two up top and you get a, another marquee player in your midfield and then you could maybe afford a, a Cancelo maybe in, at the back. There's your four marquee players and, and go for it. I think what will be interesting is to see how long people stick with Salah because I think, I know you said you took him out. I think people, especially where they see, like I think that people will go down two routes or, you know, obviously it's more than two, but basically the one would be going directly for Salah to KDB if they don't have an, three Man City players already. Or they go from Salah to Foden and then upgrade one of their centre-forwards to Kane. If you see some of the centre-forwards drying up in goals, you know, like Ivan Tony or, or someone like that, if they start kind of like, you know, not performing, I think I don't think he scored for maybe last... No, he scored actually yesterday, didn't he? he scored a penalty. Yeah, he got, he, got a pe- yeah he got a penalty yesterday, didn't he, Tony? But... Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, you, you, you spot on to be fair. You, you do that, you do that sort of thing. And um, but it's like you said, it's it's a, it's a tough one. I understand that, but I think I, I really do think you know you got to try and get both. And you know, yeah, I've I've had Salah in for like I think seven. I had him in for the first seven game weeks and or eight game weeks, and then and then I got rid of him, and I was like. Nice burden to get off your shoulders, to be honest with you. You know, freed up a lot of money. Half. So yeah, he's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong; he's still not doing terrible. But the numbers that Sal put up last season, you're obviously expecting the same again from him. And if you're not getting that from him, the value's elsewhere. You know, you can spend that good money, like you said, on other players. You know, on better players, you can get you can get two quality players in for the for that price, basically, in a way. And you can again if you if you're desperate to go for a Liverpool attacker, you can downgrade to Diaz now. Um, yeah. Again, like yeah, I think he got points today, for instance, and it's another yeah, good it's option. Got a good, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it it's just one of those. And I mean, again, I know Man Man United haven't had a fantastic season. I mean, they're doing better than Liverpool. Anthony. But yeah, like that really well. Yeah, I think I think if if Rashford, for example, is is I think he had a goal disallowed today. I don't, I don't know if he's done anything else, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, he, he's yeah, so he cheap it. and he's playing every week, right? So he's a really good shout. And basically, what I'm trying to say is that I, I like the idea of having a, a con, you know, kind of like a, a, a group of players from all different play uh, from different t- places in the league table. But realistically, at the moment, it feels like you could actually have a, a, a group of 11 players who are from the so-called top six, you know, Three or four teams. Yeah. Yeah. And and then like, if you were to throw in extras, you can kind of go for a, 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 a you know, a trippier or, or, you know, again, like I said earlier, Wilson or someone like that, or a Zaha, you know, there's, there's, there's options to kind of throw people in for the others, the other slots, but there seems like if this season it's, it's, it's actually quite an interesting, there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of form coming from anywhere else apart from Man City. Or consistency is probably the thing, not form. Consistency yeah. is not a huge amount um, coming well, from anyone apart from Man City. Yeah. And obviously, Arsenal and Spurs have been consistent, but I, I wouldn't say they're, they're going crazy with points like Man City. No. Well, 
that, that's it. I mean, you look at you look at FPL now, guys, and this is what you've got, right? Top point scoring defender by twelve points, Jao Cancelo for sixty one. You know, top two midfielders in in the fantasy points, sixty two Phil Foden, fifty nine Kevin De Bruyne. You know, Bernardo Silva not too far away with forty seven points, and then top striker obviously Haaland. So you know, you sit, you, you sit like you said, you know, City your players. If you're not using three Man City players, you know, obviously you can't with our with our game. But if you're not using three Man City players and you've got the option to, you need to be having a word with yourself. Are you really genuinely serious about this game or not? You know, you, <laughs> this, you know, because, you know, I mean, it's... you really got to look yourself in the mirror and ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. Are you really taking FPL seriously? <laughs> yeah, and and if you don't if you don't have three city players in there, then the answer is no. You are not taking it seriously, guys. You know it's just simple as that. You know, let's be honest. You really got to focus on what is important yeah. In, yeah. in life, and that is What's getting your Man City life? players in there. Um, Get I, Man I, City players in. Get the I, right Man City players in as well. Well, that's right? that, that's exactly it. yeah. It is getting the right ones. I'm sure people were were kind of contemplating going for players like Walker and, you know, other players like, I guess, you know, your Diaz is and, and, yeah, I mean, and, you know, all those players that have kind of shown enough in the past. But it, it does seem to come down to a group of players now because it's, the thing that used to give me an element of hope was that although Man City, and I think the reason why this system, the North versus South, works really well for the last two seasons because, you know, obviously... Last season, if you don't know already, State did win, but we, Ooh, yeah. we finished on joint yes. points in the head-to-head. The State won on points gained from overall. this team overall. Um, and then the season before that, when we were doing the trial run, I, I won. But again, it wasn't a huge amount in it. It literally was maybe three or six points in it. And it's been very close. It's been really, really entertaining. But this season, it's gone away because... Man City have finally nailed down an eleven and stuck with it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy to say, but the pet, the, the pet roulette no, is not yeah, happening as much. The pet it? roulette would not be on the shit list this season. It, it no. couldn't be. <laughs> no, definitely. Well, it's it's that you know you've got you've got your guaranteed play at starters, aren't you? Obviously, Haaland's starting every game. You know, you know that KDB, Foden are starting every game in midfield. Bernardo Silva, you know, as well, probably most games. Cancelo's always playing at the back, you know, you know, as a as a, an attacking fullback. You've got you got you got like four or five players that you can pick from that you can honestly turn around and say they're gonna play more game most of the games, basically, you know. And I think, you know, that's that's a it, it, it seems to be a massive thing for Pep this year, which is unlike previous seasons where he's rotated. Will that rotation happen later on in the season? Well, if they start getting miles ahead, yeah, yeah. But right now he's thinking, no, we're not getting miles ahead yet. We're not, we're not. You know, yeah, we're, we're beating every team. We're beating them handsomely. But other teams are doing well. You know, Arsenal are doing really well. Obviously, you know, Arsenal have won every game, barring the Man United fixture. You know, so they've won eight, lost one. You know, great, great work. Spurs doing well. You know, you know, lost one game this season. You know, so it's it's it's. You know, it's it's one of those things where Pep's like looking at him around and saying, I do need to play my best team every week because, you know, other teams are getting better around me. So, you know, I think it's it's um it's a big thing, you know. And I think like you said, when it comes to FPL, 
can have a little bit more faith and a little bit more trust in Man City and who Pep's going to pick in terms of four or five players you know that are going to start pretty much every game, you know, right now. You know, he seems to be rotating it more in Champions League because they've got a pushy group. That's probably it, you know. So there you go. Yeah, no, agreed. And and I mean, it's it's yeah. The fact is that this, like I say, the the actual FPL side of things is is benefiting, you know, FPL players because they can they can be a bit more. I mean, again, if if you're picking players like Mares and Grealish at the beginning of the season, and I'm sure people did because Grealish was only seven million. You, you'd be kicking yourself now, but at the same time, you, you would have learned by now that, that obviously they're the ones who are getting rotated. But yeah, I mean, really, he's starting more games than he, than he was last season already, isn't he? At the moment, I think you know, it's, it's that typical pet second season syndrome. You know, you buy someone in the first season, and that first season's a learning curve for that player. You know, he's like, you know, you need to understand how I want you to work and he, he, he works things differently. You know, Grealish would have had a massive change in environment from being at Villa where, you know, he was by far the best footballer there and, you know, he was the, he was the catalyst, he was everything for them to go to Man City where he's not, you know, he's, he's not even guaranteed to be in the starting 11, you know, and sort of thing. And, you know, he's, but then this season, he's starting more and more games already, you know, this season. And I think, you know, that's, I've got, is he a fantasy points person? Probably not at the moment, you know, at the end of the day. You know, he's, he doesn't seem to be getting, like, your FPL points that you'd want. But, you know, he's a he's a cheaper version of Foden. But at the same time, Foden's scoring the goals now. He's getting the assists. He's well, I, now starting, I, I knew it. I, I, I called it at the beginning of the season. It's one thing I said to people. I said that I really felt that this season would be Foden's season where he, he kicked on. And it's the one decision that I wish I'd, you know, kind of stuck with because he was in my other team beginning of the season. I yeah. thought, you know, I'm going to stick with that and I'm going to, and I, and I had Haaland, I think. Oh, no, yeah. Basically, I, I made a really bad mistake in my other team and I played my wild card literally the first week, which I, I used to do like yeah. every now and then because I used to think like, oh, you know, get the value. I'll know the, the players, yeah, what who's playing and the like. But for recent seasons, it's been a lot easier to work out who you think is going to play. This season, I basically went salarless on the first week. He scores assists against Fulham or whatever, and then basically has to change my team completely around because it's so expensive that I played my wild card. But my justification, and we were going to talk about this, when, basically, just to kind of give you a heads up, I actually went and visited State like a week or two before the first podcast was due, we had all these notes all kind of written up what we were going to do, how we were going to do it and all this. And obviously it just didn't happen for whatever reason. But the one thing I was going to say is that one question we had from like the FPL community was, you know, when's the right time to play your first wildcard? Well, the reason why I played mine in my other team so early was because I just knew this World Cup was going to be about. And I don't, if you guys don't know this already, when the World Cup happens, it will yeah. be effectively, it'll be like a World Cup because you'll have unlimited yeah. transfers throughout the World, World Cup. So effectively, you got you know you've got your normal wild card, uh, wild card. You've got your second wild card after January. You get three and, wild cards, so and you've got the World Cup kind of unlimited transfer. So it's it basically means you can use this first wild card. God, I'm I'm really struggling to say wild card or World Cup. <laughs> um, yeah, this first wild card. Try and say that wild card, wild card, World Cup. 
three times. Um, good luck, guys, if you do try that, because I feel like a muck <laughs> right now, because I can't say it. Um, but you smash it, well done, well played. Yeah, well played. Tell us all about it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that that first wild card. If basically, if you you to, to make the most of it, you know, you can use it as early as you want, really, because you know that you're going to have a fair amount of another one in December. Yeah, bit. December, yeah. so it's 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 yeah. not that far away. Uh, so then, that's yeah, and then you got one to to use what after the end of January, so like February time after the transfer window, isn't it? Basically. Yeah. And and obviously you can't you can't bank these things so so basically you have to use it so the the whole thing is if you ha- if you've used your wildcard this early already more, most people would say that's a mistake but I, I think this season you, you you're okay now, now um, you've got that you've got that freedom this year I think you know a lot mm-hmm. of freedom where you can use it and you know use it and abuse it sort of thing so you know go for it big time you know if you've not played your wildcard. What are you waiting for? Unless you're doing really well, obviously, and you know that's fair enough. But um, you know, you just you you've got to use it at some point because, well, why wouldn't you? You know, it's 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 like a waste of a chip. Yeah, and, and the thing is, even if you want to make free transfers, you might as well use the wild card to use that. Yeah, uh, if it gets closer, you know, this is this is basically between. I guess, yeah, really, actually, the fact is. You, you know. so I, I played my wild card this week for the northern team. Played it in, you know. Wanted to bring in Daka. Wanted to bring in Anthony. I brought, brought in Trent. Now Trent was probably a an interesting one. People will probably say, "Why on earth are you bringing Trent to play in Arsenal?" I was like, "Yeah, I understand that. You know, it was a slight mistake." But I was at the same time thinking, I think after this, um, you know, after this game, I think you know Liverpool have got yeah they've got City next. That's a big game, but after that, you know, I think they've got a good run of two or three games where I think strength could pick up some points for you. Liverpool aren't keeping clean sheets. I'm not brought. I've not brought him in for clean sheets. I brought him in to sort of start picking up his um assists again. But um, yeah, I played my my wild card this week because, like you just said there, you know, I thought, well, when else am I going to play at the end of the day? You know, let's get rid of it. You know, not get rid of it as such as in as in like for any way, but I wanted to make a few different things and. Bring a few different players in, so yeah, definitely. Do, do you want to do? Do you want me to make you laugh and tell you what my wild card was? <laughs> so, God. my wild card at the beginning of September was uh, I'm going to name them all here, right? Ben White, Cucurella, Perisic, Saka, Zaha, Andreas, and Plange, the Crystal Palace centre forward, four point five million uh, forward. I took them all out. And I brought in Zinchenko, Fafana, Emerson, the one at West Ham, Martinelli, thumbs up for that, Ward Prowse, McAllister, Ivan Tony. I think that I've effectively cancelled out two of two or three of those. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think McAllister's done that much better than Andreas. I don't think Ward Prowse has done much better than Zaha. Martinelli and Saka, I'd say Martinelli just about wins that probably. So that's a good one. Yeah. Ivan Tony, I think I might have brought him in after his hat trick. <laughs> so uh, I think I think I, I'm not too sure. I'm not, do you know what? Actually, I might I might have brought him in at the right time. But the whole thing, what I'm trying to say is that it, it didn't do a huge amount to my team. And now Fafana's injured, Emerson's not really starting. You know, realistically, Zinchenko. I don't know what's happening with him. It's it's a mess of a wild card. But the whole thing is, I can laugh at it because, like I say, 
in in a couple of months' time, I can mess around my team again, and I can you know do whatever I need to do to 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 kind of get it on back on track. But anyway, I think it's probably the right time now where we, you know, it's been a nice little catch up. I think it's probably the right time we talk about the North versus South league this season. So last season, if you were in the league, we effectively, I suppose, put the league together quite last minute. And I said to people, I know some people are quite uncomfortable setting up a second team with a different email address and all that. And, there are some people that would say that effectively we are cheating by doing it, but I would then send it back their way and say, well, yeah, but I'm not going to win FPL by picking a North only team or a South only hey, team. My North only team is doing better than my main team. <laughs> well, I mean, Again. I suppose. But La- you still, and, I, and, last, and last year, last year, my North only team beat my main team as well. Yeah. but I like I, a I competition with myself. I, th- I think realistically, that just probably says more about how you pick your normal team than the the fact of the strength of your north team. But the whole thing is, I feel so- that you know you're slating me. <laughs> we 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 put that together last season, quite last minute. So this season, we said to people, what we wanted was we wanted you to pick a north or a south only team and then join the league. And like I say, I took my foot off the ball where I I kind of told people to do that. I said, if people didn't do that, I would kick them out of the league. I haven't done that because I just haven't even... I, I tried to do it, but I the can't top see... two players in the league are both cheating. They're, they're breaking the rules. Well, basically, what, of, what we want to do... If you get do, rid of them, then that means I'm top of the league. We don't want to get rid of them, right? What we want to I say do. to them is <laughs> we want them to either play a, a wild card, make it a North Up or a South team... Yeah, and then basically, if they haven't done it within a couple of weeks, we'll we'll have to boot them then. But the whole thing is, is that we don't want to kick anyone out of the league. We want to give them a heads up, and that's why I didn't really. I mean, I have tried to kick. Them I did. I, I want to kick. I want to kick them out. I want to get rid of them right now. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, anyway. So the whole thing is, we'll we'll talk about the league itself and how people are getting on. So I think I, given that I'm down the bottom, and there's probably a lot of southern teams. I'm going to I'm going to start from the bottom and I'm going to get to seventh and then say you can then talk about sixth upwards or something yeah so we, we can good. we can share this out so at the very bottom in unlucky 13th place is Saf London Liam SH um I I'm pretty sure this is a southern only team which it is so he has kind of work that out so well played Liam then we've got Essex Tykes as Pavlos Lossi he again has got a southern team and again there's a theme here obviously so he was terrible last year as well so fair play to you pal yeah yeah he yeah he was actually to be fair actually I think both both I think both Liam and Pavlos both had southern teams last year um then and and then he come to 11th place myself now just explain my my name yeah I <laughs> I went for Sonny and Ager, as in Sonny and Cher, and then found out that actually they might not pronounce it Ager, it might be Ayer, and I thought, well, kind of still works. And the whole idea was I was going to keep Son and Christopher Ayer in my team all season, and Ayer was injured, so I didn't. So, uh, silly. <laughs> Disappointing. Um, it Disappointing. Was. Anyway, anyway, um, so 
yeah, I, I'm in 11th place and yeah, it's not been going too well for me. Then we move up to 10th place. So this is uh, Big at the Back East. Now, with, this is the Big at the Back podcast we, we we worked with before. And they said that instead of doing a North and a South team, they wanted to put their own kind of like uh, idea with it. So they went West and East. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I like that, 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 that these kind of guys that, you know, that they don't think, you know, in the same way, uh, you know, like they're not sheep, basically. They don't, if you say to them, I want you to do this, they don't, they do it their own way. And I like that about them. Hence why we did the podcast it's, with them. They're yeah. good guys. I mean, and so they're, they're better for one than it is the other. I'll, well, I'll say that. Yeah. Again, so they worked out that effectively East is pretty much a Southern team anyway, apart from, I think yeah. it was Leicester or something. So, they, um, Newcastle, Newcastle down that East Coast, surely, you know. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like they worked it out like that. I don't know. So, I'm not thinking like that, do you? No. Yeah, to be fair, so, it looks like, um, yeah, yeah, it's just a shit team, to be fair. If you haven't got Harland in, don't care. Even if you're not allowed to have Harland in, you'd, you'd find a loophole in the rules. That's all to, yeah. So, anyway, so bigger the back East is, is, is struggling, and he, he's like. And this is um, Matt Higgins. He's he's down in 10th place. Then we go up to the mouth of the South. Great name, Sean Convey. He's also a, a Southern-only team. And obviously... No, it's not all these Southern-only teams that lower down in the table. Yeah, yeah. I, hopefully, the second half of the season will... You know, will, well, actually, this is quite disappointing. So, um, Anthony Ian. So, we don't drink Shandy. Um, yeah, he has basically got a northern team and he's down the bottom with us so uh, i'm sorry anthony but yeah it's um still you, got you, some forest place to play yeah, yeah yeah but the fact that you're down there with all the southern teams means that arguably you've probably had a bad season um i'd, I'd like to say that you know yes he might be down there with the southern teams but at the same time he's higher up than most of the southern teams yeah, true, true. But yeah, anyway, so then we go on to the first person who has unfortunately picked a North and South team together, and that is FPL Gluttony, uh, Mikhail Francis. And, you know, he's got a good team, you know, fair play to him. But unfortunately, yeah, you've got to get that wild card in there. And if this is your main team, fair enough, but we, we will have to kick you out um, because, you know, there's no room for you know, a, a joint team in, in this league, I'm afraid. So he, need, he needs some major changes because he's got like um, three city players. Got maybe, yeah, maybe players. we're doing him a favour. Yeah. <laughs> and a Leicester player, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, his three city players are good picks. Yeah, I, I like the three city players, you know, Fudd and KDB and, and Harlem. But, you know, after that, you know, it's just scattered, scattered gun approach, pal. And, you, I mean... You're cheating, and you're still not even top of the league, which is embarrassing. <laughs> Cheat, cheating is cheating is not the word I, I would use. I, I'd say maybe not completely understood the, the concept of what we're asking for. But again, that's that's just poor communication on our terms. So, anyway, we'll we'll, we'll move move up the leagues now, and, and I'll let you take over. Well, yeah, you know, like you said, you know, six six players bigger the back west, Mister Thomas Madden. I, I you know, I, I preferred Thomas. Than I did uh, Matt, you know, to be fair, you know, I thought, I thought Thomas knew what he was doing, to be fair. And he's got a 
fully northern team as Thomas. So I don't know, I, I don't know how, it, how it's working, but he's he's doing pretty well. Um, you know, he's got Cancelo, Thud, and Haaland, the three best city players to get. He's got Andy Robertson in his team, though, still. He's got Digny in his team. He's got some red flags in there, so I don't think he's focusing on this Northern team very much. I reckon he's just put it in there and he's letting it go for it. And, uh, you know, it's it's not serving him badly, to be fair, put it that way. Well, I think, I think to be fair to him, we haven't been doing the podcast, so why would he give a shit about, about it, to be oh. fair? <laughs> we haven't, we haven't offered our part of the deal here, you know? So, fair play to him. I, I, I get that. <laughs> One lad who I know has been focusing on this Northern team is York Shirty, my friend Ross Shirtlift, you know, legend, play football, you know, from my team on a Saturday for my club. He's got a sweet left foot. He can put a free kick in the top bin or the bottom bin easily. But, you know, and he's he's been giving me grief for weeks saying, when are you going to kick out these people who are not <laughs> fully North or South team? And the reason he's saying that is because his main team is doing shite in the league that we're in together just like my main team that we're doing is shite and but he's like my off teams actually pretty damn good so he's <laughs> you know he's so he's like wanting to get rid of people so that he can be in like the top three you know along with myself so you know he's he's doing well he's you know, mr show he's a you know top lad he's got a northern team you know he's got obviously he's got harland in he's gone for the harland Ford and de bruyne um three for the city he's got kieran trip here in there not many people don't probably have him because you know he gets to assist you. I mean, you could go for someone like Botman if you really wanted to. Um, obviously, Madison's a, a pick at the moment because everyone thought you know Leicester got a good run of fixtures, but then things didn't go quite as well as if they'd hoped uh, yesterday. But yeah, Ross Ross Shirtliff with um, Yorkshire doing well there, fifth place, five hundred nineteen points in in total. Good, a decent game week. Then we've got Dothraki Screamers. Dothraki Screamers. Now let's see what what are they up to. Dramatic um, name, eh? Yeah, I, I, Dante I Inferno. <laughs> and it's a, and, and this is the this is the highest place some team that we've got in the league. I think maybe or I haven't checked actually fourth place yet. But but yeah, fully southern team. He's he's oh, got fair play. A couple of Chelsea, a couple of Brentford, a couple of West Ham, a couple of Spurs. Martinelli, Zaha in there, Trossard. You know, he's got a nice southern team there, actually. He's got some good picks in there. Uh, he's got Mitrovic in his squad, Saliba. And, you know, so I think, you know, it's fair, fair play to the man, Dothraki Screamers. You know, you, you, you're doing all right, pal, you know. Fair play to you, mate. You know, you, you're nearly up there. You're nearly, the, you're nearly the best of the best. But the best of the best, in terms of a fully northern or southern team, is your man, your one and only host, co-host, Mr. State, myself, I don't like to bring myself up, but my Northern team is, is, is you know, it's, it's, it's turning tables, it's turning heads, it's, it's great. Who else puts Dakar in this weekend? Only me. Yeah, go on, my son. <laughs> Only me. Only me. <laughs> my, 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 only, my only issue was that I didn't go for the Cancelo captain. I went for Harlan captain like everyone else did pretty much, you know, if, if you're allowed to have him. So, um, that was the only thing that I didn't do right, but Haaland's still got a goal, you know, can't come below that. Anthony's got another goal. That Anthony, for Man United, seems to be a player. He's, scored, he's played three games in the Premier League, he's scored three goals. You know, can't, can't come below that, can you? You know, for, for that sort of thing. So, you know, you're, you're one and only. Now, the top two, 
the glove cheats. The glove. The glove. Let's be honest. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're not gonna be around. Oh, I'm not gonna be around the bush. That's for sure. Um. So. Um. So yeah. The um. The top two. They've um. They've both got teams that are flating the rules. You know. They're like Connor Ben, aren't they? In the um. In the in in the boxing. You know. Flating the rules. And we don't. We we are giving you two weeks, guys. Otherwise, you're gonna be gone. I mean, these two are. They've got good points, you know, over 600 points already. So they're both doing really well. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're in a lot of leagues here. So I would imagine this is their main team. These so, I, 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 yeah, I'd be be surprised if they wildcard and make it Southern yeah. or Northern. Well, I, I, think in, I think in one of the WhatsApp groups, one of them did say, yeah, I'm really sorry. But, you know, I'm, you just need to kick me out of the group, actually, to be fair. I think he just wanted to try and be winning another, another league, even though there's no money in this. The, the, there's no money. It's all Just about pride. pride. Yeah, pride and me winning. That's that's the key. Those are the two key things: pride and state winning. That's the okay. Key but that's it. You know, it's a good. You know, the league's going good. We thank everyone, obviously, for doing the North or South teams or yeah. West or East teams. You know, really good for them to do that. We know it's not as simple to um sometimes get a second team in that, but you know, it's a bit of a laugh for us and. When it comes to proper FPL, well, only a numpty would have a Norman team that does better than his main team, and that's me. Thank you very much. And and also just to just to update everyone on on our league, our head to head league. Obviously, I I won the first year, state one last year, just by the skin of his teeth. This year, you know, obviously, I think states won this week, so basically, it'd be. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you've won this week. So it basically, effectively, state is top of the league on sixteen points after this game week finishes. So it's thirteen points more, but it'll be on sixteen, and I'm on ten points. So it's six points difference. You know, not done too bad. I think it's worked out for me. Yeah. So that 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 basically is is the league situation, and I think like I say, we'll we'll, we'll see how that that goes with the the guys who have picked. You know, basically multiple multiple regions. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of obviously let you guys know the situation there, and then try and keep them if they don't change it. But yeah, happy days. Um, just before we go, I do want to ask you a question, today and I'm going to offer my my um, my kind of thoughts as well. Obviously, we both pretty much agree that Man City are going to win the league by the way things are going. But after what you've seen. My first question is, who do you think is going to get top four? Who do you think is going to get relegated? And I'm going, to, I'm going to answer it because I put you on the spot. So from my perspective right now, I'm, I'm genuinely thinking that top four is going to be, it has to be Man City, obviously. I think Arsenal have done so much so far that I would imagine they would get top four. I don't know if they'll finish second. I think Spurs might finish second. But I do think it will be... Chelsea and Spurs, so Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, and 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 City. So it'll be a, a dominated uh, London and uh, well and City basically. And then, yeah, who who do you think is going to go top four? And then I'll do my relegation after because I got to think about that. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll well, I'll co- I'll continue into relegation because I know I think I've got a good idea about that. But yeah, now Arsenal will be there. You think you you know they've shown plenty this season already, which is really good. 
I think um, Spurs with Conte will be there. Um, I still think Liverpool will get into that top four. I do think they will. You do. You know, I think. Yeah, I think they'll they'll sneak in. They'll sneak in there. I, I think. Um, you know, then the the they've got such a good side, and and you know, I think it's just about Klopp just needs to um adjusting slightly, and I think I think he's smart enough to do that. So I think they'll um they'll do that, and then um but in terms of relegation, Forest will go down. That's for sure. 100% Forest will go down. I think Bournemouth and Fulham will also go down. I think three who came up will all go down. Wow, interesting. I like it. Do you know what? I think I think that's a very bold statement given that they've started the season well. However, I think this time last season, Watford hadn't done too badly up until this point. And I think that, you know, Burnley, well, I can't remember actually if Burnley were doing it right, but I remember thinking Watford, oh, they'll have a good season from here, but it didn't quite work out. So, yeah, it might, you might be right. I, I'm going to go, I think Forrest, you know, it just the club seems a bit messy at the moment with so many new players. I think if they get out of trouble, you know, good on them. To be fair, you know, if they get a big win tomorrow night, they could even be out of relegation. Yeah. It'd have to be a massive, massive win, but they could get out of relegation then. But I, I'm actually going to go different. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Forest. That's not different, but I'm going to go with Forest. I'm going to go with Southampton. And I think my last one, I might actually say, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with with Wolves. I think Leicester have got enough quality that they'll get get it from somewhere. But I think Wolves, because I just I don't know that they, they they could go out there and get a really good manager and things turn around. But it just they've 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 always had good players, you know. But it's just that whole thing of like, you know, do these players has it kind of like. This 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 strategy they've had for so many years has it kind of finally ran out because maybe players want to move on or injuries or whatever. I mean, it was always revolved around the idea they had a solid defense. Connor yeah. Cody's gone. I don't really like um, you know, I didn't really like Connor Cody that much, but I, I respect the fact he's a good center half and obviously he's turned Everton around by being solid. But Jimenez. Yeah. Him, and Ta- him and Tarkowski are great signings for Everton. Yeah. But him, Jimenez was was key to that, and he hasn't looked the, the same player for a while since his, his head injury. And then you've got other players like, I mean, Ruben Neves is a, is a quality football player, but you've got to be asking yourself questions of when is he going to move on from Wolves? He, he He's too good for Wolves. You know, he's got to have that moment where he's got to try out and and, and get a move to a bigger club. And you think with this World yeah. Cup coming up, it's kind of prime time for these kind of players to be lucky. If Portugal have a good World Cup, I mean, that's Wolves screwed if, if they do. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that none of their signings that have come in have really blown anyone away. So I, I'm, I'm going to go with them. And I think with Southampton, I'm not too sure how long Hasselhoot's got. I mean, they've been pretty loyal to him and he's been pretty loyal to them. But it, it just it just feels like there's, there's something missing again with them. I mean, that had, um, I agree, yeah. you know, the, the players I had last year that, that just kind of seem to give them that edge. It just they don't have that this season. And, you know, they look a little bit championshipy, don't they, really? So, yeah. Yeah, that's how I'm going to go with. And obviously, top goal scorer, you know, Haaland. 
with 39 100%, goals. 100%, 40, 40 plus goals, no problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, all right, well, it, it's been an absolute pleasure to be back with this podcast and, uh, you know, I knew I was going to enjoy this thoroughly, which I have done. It, 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 it was great fun. We did it last season. And I think what we've agreed is because it is incredibly busy for both of us, what we're going to do is this is going to be an ad hoc po- podcast rather than a weekly podcast or a monthly podcast. I think we're just going to release these when we can get together and do these. So I hope you enjoy them. Yeah, obviously, today's didn't have much structure, but we'll try and put more structure in the, the ones coming forward. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, we, we are still on Twitter. So the, the podcast Twitter page yeah. is at FPLNVS and State is still at FPL underscore Northerner and I am at FPL Southerner. Uh, so, yeah, please, if you've got any questions or anything you want to add, just let us know on there. But, yeah, from me, it's, um, yeah, it's, a, it's a goodbye. Yeah, goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening, if you're listening. And, um, yeah, long live the North. <laughs>